Anyway, listen, what has made you laugh over the last couple of weeks, sir? Well, this was interesting, actually, going back to doing this. And, you you, you know, you start looking through these stories, which I haven't done for a wee while. And th- this one, I think, is the one that... And it's because there's a picture. Obviously, I'll have to describe the picture. It's the simplest of ideas, but a man who brings bananas to life with drawn-on faces and customised personalities is set to make his first $100,000. And this is from uh, this man in Texas. It's called Bananas Gone Wild. And uh, he customised bananas for $10 each. And there's a lovely one here as Donald Trump. Uh, and the book, if, if you if if you have your site and you can get onto this, look for uh, bananas gone wild because some of these bananas are are great. But the Donald Trump one is my favourite. Is it hilarious? Do you know I've actually got a Donald Trump story as well Go on, then. that I I read. It's a funny story. Um, apparently, there's a new makeup craze right. called uh, inspired by Donald Trump, um, and it's to do with having a lot of um, a lot of orange foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but they call it trumping. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've just lost our producer. <laughs> yes, yes, because Trump in this country is rather a fitting name, isn't it? <laughs> it's to do with having wind. So and putting it mildly. Yes, yes, and Trump is known for having was a verbal wind, I would say. Um, some people have made fun of this hobby of customising bananas, but he's now having the last laugh after claiming that his business is projected to make more than $100,000. Uh, I, I just loved all the bananas. There were, lo- there were loads of them. Um, and it says, describing the overwhelming response to the idea, the man said, I'm in shock that you can just take something so simple, introduce it to the world, and people love it. Bonkers, but brilliant. So, yes, let's sign up for putting faces on bananas and then charging $10 for it. I think that's great. Isn't it amazing, though, how people can make money from nothing? Yes. There was somebody that um, stuck uh, some old dirty bathwater on uh, one of these auction sites, and uh, they raised a whole thousands of pounds, but they said it was Christina Aguilera's bathwater. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the guy that walked across the hillside with empty files and just collected country air. And then sold it that's to Chinese, right. Chinese towns. Yeah, it was, it was about 80, 80 quid a yeah, pop, that's wasn't right. it? I mean, good luck to them if they can do it. Here we have another one. This is a plant that grows chips and ketchup, which is set to go on sale in Britain. It's called the tomato and potato plant. The tom-tay-o. tom-tay-o. tom-tato. It grows tomatoes and potatoes in one plant, and it goes on sale from July to October and costs £5 a pot. It's a unique plant. It's to be launched in Britain for the first time, dubbed as ketchup and chips tree, the bizarre tomtato is aimed at families who have limited garden space and those living in flats. And the wacky hybrid, which has taken six years to perfect through hard graft, is expected to fly off the shelves when it hits Morrison's on Monday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a tomtato. Do you know, I'd like to get one of those. I know. <laughs> just just to have it. Um, but wait and see. There, there'll be something, you know, years down the road, <laughs> years down the line that, you know, we learn about. There's some kind of, you know, genetically modified... Oh, it's genetically grafting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it last long. I, I mean, a couple of months I've had his chips. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong. It follows the launch of the egg and chips plant, which is an aubergine and potato hybrid. Ah, see, I prefer aubergines. I'd probably go for that one. The world is going mental. Morrison's gardening expert Glenn Cooper said many of our customers are green-fingered, but over recent years we've witnessed the frustration of shoppers who have less and less space to grow their own. This new plant is just the solution for our shrinking gardens and will enable everyone to follow their products from plant pot to plate. How, how many plants have you got to have, though, if you're going to give yourself a meal? 
I mean, please tell me this plant isn't... I mean, I've got a family of three children that eat... If you let them, they would eat copious amount of chips. Um, so I can't... I could, it just depends how big the plant grows. Well, I suppose. But yep. do they actually grow at the same time, the tomato and the potato? Or Yeah, on the same plant. Yeah, but does one grow first, like in one part of the year, and then the tomatoes follow? Or Do you know, my dear, it doesn't explain that, but it is a rather sort of good question, I think. That's the kind of question my eight-year-old would ask, <laughs> and I really wouldn't know what to say to her. See, I'm just asking the questions the listeners want to know. Do you know what I mean, Chris? That's I know, all. I know. Well, I think your best people to ask are Morrison's. Right, um, OK. When it right, comes I'll nip over at lunchtime. In June. Um, a teenager had the worst driving test imaginable when he hit a deer in his car. Oh, dear. Obviously not in the city centre of Glasgow. Uh, but he still passed. Uh, he was given the pass despite the collision with the animal and with just two minor faults noted by the examiner <laughs> as the lugubrious face of the deer <laughs> waved across the bonnet. <laughs> the examiner checked the car for damage, which included a cracked front number plate, before continuing with the test. The driving instructor said he kept his composure and he did very well. If we producer Stuart, I don't think he got my oh dear bit. I got your you, you did. You I, don't, did. I didn't comedian. hear it. I don't think I didn't hear it. I don't the think I heard it. The comedian didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's funnier than me. <laughs> but the, 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 the instructor said he still got his dough. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> that was dreadful. Um, do you know something? that You say that couldn't have been in Glasgow, although a few years ago, um, one said, of our members of staff... Yeah. saw a deer running across Dumbarton Road here in Glasgow. Uh, but you didn't hit it. You didn't hit it. <laughs> you did not. Um, but you did see it. I said the city centre. Right, OK. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we get deers out in, in the suburbs where I am. So. OK, lovely. OK, one very last quick story. OK. Oh, you're gonna. this is going to really upset you. Romania are expelled from the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they've not paid for it. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. For the first time in 61 years of the Eurovision Song Contest, a country has been expelled from the competition. Romania has been thrown out after its national broadcaster TVR failed to make payments to the European Broadcaster Union, the organisers of the song contest, and these date back as far as 2007. Oh, you Romanians, you're going to spoil it for everyone. <laughs> Honestly, I'm devastated. Listen, Chris, thank you so much for telling us uh, what's made you laugh over the last week or so. Um, obviously, you are not only the most fabulous hairdresser, um, but you have your own comedy night that you run in the State Bar in Glasgow. If anybody wants to Absolutely. come down and see you, uh, what's the best way to come and get in touch? Um, we've got a we've got a website and a Facebook page. The website is comedyatthestate.co.uk and it's just comedy at the state facebook page so you can get me probably easier on the facebook page to message me okay fantastic listen thank you very much